You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode. Today, I want to share with you my favorite no BS weight loss advice that is sustainable. And this is very important. However, today's podcast episode is not for people who struggle with binge eating. So previously on this podcast, I've already recorded two podcast episodes that talk about my uh, approach to weight loss, my thoughts about weight loss, but also why weight loss, intentional weight loss, isn't recommended for people struggling with binge eating. So if you would like to listen to those podcast episodes, the titles are uh, Binge Eating and Weight Loss, and also Do You Have to Give Up Weight Loss Forever? So before to, you listen to today's podcast episode, please listen to those. And also, if you struggle with binge eating, then just skip this episode, okay? <laughs> yes, but before we get into it, I just wanted to remind you what are my beliefs about weight loss. So again, I am against uh, all of those beliefs programmed by the society that you are not good enough if you don't look a certain way and also that happiness somehow will wait for you on the other side of the weight loss. This is not true. I also don't like that we have that stigma around size of the body and that many of us believe that health has a look and usually that look is of a slim person. I also believe that it's not okay to starve yourself, especially if you are living in a big, bigger body. Uh, I know that in our society, we treat people differently based on the size of their body. So for example, if a slim person eats 800 calories per day, then uh, we may notice that there's something wrong. Some people may um, you know, think that maybe that person has an anorexia or something like that. However, if a person in a bigger body has the same behaviors around food, it's the same same amount of calories, then the society says says that they are to totally fine. They are just taking care of themselves and they want to lose weight for their health. So I think that, um, you know, there is this, this bias and we are not treating people in the same way. I also want to uh, say that I believe that weight loss won't be easy for everyone. And possibly weight loss is not even possible for everyone. And I don't think that everyone can lose weight in a, in a healthy way. I believe that some people, in order to look a certain way, they would have to sacrifice their mental health. And I'm totally not into that. <laughs> I do not want to encourage people to sacrifice their mental health to look a certain way. No, not at all. So those are my beliefs about weight loss. Just a quick recap. So uh, in today's podcast episode, I'm going to give you some weight loss uh, advice. And I think that the advice I'm going to give you is so good that you should consider those things first. Like before you approach any restrictive diets, before you cut out certain food groups, uh, before you um, do some crazy diet plans, please do those things first. D treat it as a baseline as something basic that you should do first and then you can try different more extreme approaches okay that would be all 
let's、uh, get into the tips. My no BS weight loss advice. First of all, find your why. Find your purpose. If you want to lose weight for other people or for superficial reasons, it may not work. You're gonna find a way、uh, to excuse yourself and to do not stick to to your plan. You're gonna self sabotage in a way. So examine your beliefs about reasons for weight loss. Like, what kind of value do you attach to weight loss? What are your beliefs? How do you think your life is going to change once you lose the weight? And please ask yourself: Like, do you postpone your life for later, for after weight loss? You might be wrong doing that. I've noticed that the most successful dieters, those are people who. Replaced food with fulfilling life, so they didn't wait until they lose weight to live their life. No, not at all. First, they looked for other types of entertainment. They found some passion for other things. They found purpose. They found meaningful connections, and then it was easier for them to lose the weight, so that they didn't postpone their life after weight loss. Secondly, keep it simple. Purpose gets you started, and passion keeps you going. However, if you're gonna overcomplicate your weight loss journey, it's going to be hard for you to to feel passion towards it. It's gonna be hard for you to continue. So please stick to minimum effective dose. Do the minimum amount of work that still works, because of course, on your weight loss journey, you are going to hit some plateaus. So we need to still have things that we can maybe subtract, so that you can continue on your weight loss journey. However, if you're gonna start with like five shakes, like meal replacement shakes, there's nothing to change. Like you cannot, you know,、uh, go even more、uh, forward. There's nothing, no behaviors to like change. So please do not do extremes. Try first the minimum effective dose, and you're gonna be surprised. Uh, how simple those changes can be! It can be just stop drinking sugary drinks or something like that, and you can already notice a difference. And then the next step, you change something else. And also, when we are talking about keeping it, keeping it simple, remember to do things. That you would be happy about to do them forever. So ditch the extreme diets. There's no place for starvation regimens or meal replacement shakes. If you can't imagine doing something forever, it, it doesn't belong in your life now. So how you could start? Well, consider what you are doing and eating right now, and just make little tweaks that are in alignment with your health goals. So remember, you don't have to buy some kind of fancy cookbooks. You don't have to look for some complicated recipes on Pinterest. Just meet yourself where you're at right now and make those little tweaks in your current lifestyle. Tip number three: personalize it. So please don't blindly follow somebody's advice, somebody's diet.、Uh, something worked for them, but it may not. Work for you because you've got different genetics, different environment, different lifestyle, different needs, and so on. So I would definitely recommend you to follow more like intuitive eating approach rather than inflexible meal plans. And remember, when you want to make those dietary changes, do not neglect your health. 
what kind of resources you have ab- available, uh, how much time you can uh, you can devote to your weight loss journey. Uh, do not neglect neglect your culture or what kind of foods you find enjoyment in. So please don't sacrifice other areas of your life in order to to lose weight. Don't sacrifice your mental health. The diet should fit your lifestyle and not other way around. One simple thing you can do is you can slightly redesign your environment. What I mean by that? Just have always high quality foods available for you all all the time. So redesign your environment in a way that supports your goal. Maybe do some meal prep, but again, you don't have to strictly uh, follow the, the meal plan. Just have food available. Maybe do some batch cooking so that you've got always some grains uh, cooked or some beans, uh, some stews and so on. That is always somewhere there in the fridge or in the freezer. Uh, maybe make some, uh, prepare for yourself some uh, nutrient-dense snacks that you can grab uh, on a go. Maybe also put water bottles everywhere in your house so that you can drink more water. So just uh, change uh, the place you're living so that it supports your goal. Another tip is plan ahead. But again, I'm not talking about strict meal plans. You don't have to know what you're going to eat next Tuesday. <laughs> just make a plan, you know, just in case. And it is very, this, this, this advice is very much related to keep it simple. So how could um, that planning ahead, how could it look in practice? For example, having frozen veggies in the freezer, because in that way, you're planning ahead for a moment when you won't have fresh vegetables, you can just take them out of the freezer. Another example would be having a packet of nuts in your bag when you're running errands in the city center, having always protein bar with you, or maybe preparing overnight oats uh, in the evening so that in the morning you already have your breakfast prepared and you won't reach for the bagel. Uh, Planning ahead means also batch cooking so that you've got always that, that food available. So this flexible planning ahead, it allows you to practice staying in integrity to your decisions and following through. And But again, I want to emphasize the word flexible. It's a flexible planning. Another weight loss tip is to focus on abundance. Focus on things that you can add to your diet, add to your life, rather than what you should take away. So when we focus on abundance, for example, we may focus on which foods uh, bring you the most satiety when you eat them. What kind of foods you like and are high in protein? What kind of foods are higher in volume? What kind of foods you can add in terms of fiber? What What kind of foods are high in fiber? How can you add vegetables to every meal you eat? How you can add more nutrient dense foods? And remember that you are not feeding only yourself, you are also feeding your microbiome. So when we focus on abundance, we do not focus on like lowering your calorie intake, but maybe your goal could be uh, to eat at least 30 plant species per week. 
Some studies say that for healthy microbiome, we need to eat a various types of plants. So having a goal of adding uh, 30 plant species per week is a great goal. And naturally, when you're going to just eat more vegetables, no more plants, it is possible that you're ju just going to eat less without focusing on eating less and actually focusing on eating more. Another tip I have for you is to shift your focus from eating less to eating smarter. Again, one thing I told you is about eating for your microbiome, so adding uh, diversity to your diet. Another example of eating smarter would be eating for your brain. Google what kind of foods are good for your brain and try adding them uh, to your uh, diet. Maybe you're going to add 30 grams of nuts per day. Maybe you're going to add some more foods that contain omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, you're going to hear that choline is good for your brain. So you're going to add to your diet more foods that are rich in choline or rich in different uh, vitamins B. If you want to eat smarter, you can also eat in a way that uh, balances your blood sugar level. So you are not going to eat naked carbs you are going to dress up your carbs with proteins or with fats. If you want to make your meal more balanced, maybe instead of just eating bread with jam, you are going to make a avocado sandwich. So in that way, it helps you to balance your blood sugar because uh, bread is usually just simple carbs. And then you put avocado on it. So you are dressing up those naked carbs. And in that way, you are contributing to stabilizing your blood sugar. So by shifting your focus from eating less to eating smarter, again, you're going to notice some health benefits and probably also changes in your weight. Another weight loss advice I have for you is about liquids, uh, liquid calories. And this advice might be a little bit controversial, but I would say avoid liquid calories because they are not really very satiating. But again, don't go too far. I know so many people who struggle with binge eating, restrictive eating, that have anxiety whenever they have to add milk to the coffee right? Because they count even calories in almond milk. So please do not go that far. You don't have to be afraid of liquid calories. Just be aware of them. Use common sense. So for example, coconut water is great. However, if you are sitting all day in front of your computer, you don't you probably don't need those liquid calories from coconut water. However, if you are an athlete, then coconut water would be very helpful for you to, to replenish those electrolytes. The same with drinking juices. Maybe instead of drinking juices, you could just eat the whole fruit. The same with bulletproof coffee. Okay, coffee and oil. Does this make sense? If you are, for example, drinking bulletproof coffee that contains coffee and MCT oil or some kind of coconut oil, if you are drinking that coffee with your breakfast, um, for example, carb-heavy breakfast, then it is stupid. You're just adding some, some additional calories. However, bulletproof coffee makes sense if you are on a ketogenic diet and just bulletproof coffee on its own, it keeps you satiated for longer. So in that case, it makes sense, right? So instead of just following trends, uh, you have to understand why you eat or drink certain, uh, certain foods. So with liquid calories, 
just be aware of them whenever you can. Maybe try to replace, just make smarter choices, but you don't have to go too far. If you're in a restaurant and you want to order chai tea, then of course, drinking chai tea without milk, it totally doesn't make sense. So remember about liquid calories, but remember that everything is context dependent. So liquid calories are not bad. They just may not always be aligned with the goals you are going towards. Next tip is reconnect with your hunger and fullness. And this is super important because thanks to dieting, we are very much disconnected from our body. So in short, reconnecting with your hunger and fullness means eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're satisfied. So you need to start paying attention to your hunger cues, slow down, practice some mindful eating. And if you would like, if you are totally disconnected from your hunger and fullness signals, maybe just message me on any social media platform and say that you would like to receive the hunger fullness scale I use with uh, my clients. I have it available. I can just send it to you. It's a scale from minus 10 to plus 10. And in that way, by using that hunger and fullness scale before, during and after a meal, you can learn uh, to pay attention to how your body communicates to you when it's hungry, when it's satiated. So using hunger fullness scale for a couple of days or weeks can really help you to reconnect with your hunger. And that would be super useful for you. Another weight loss tip I have for you is just to start eating mindfully. Obviously, mindless eating means a lot of distraction and that often leads to overeating. I'm not going to say too much about mindful eating. Uh, all my clients get access to the Mindful Eating with Natalia mini course and that course teaches them everything they need to know about mindful eating. And yeah, mindful eating is just a broad topic. I just want to, you know, Uh, point you out to the direction that mindful eating can really help you. But right now I'm not going to give you like too many specific tips about that because we don't have time for that in today's podcast episode. <laughs> Another weight loss tip is to figure out why you're eating when you're not hungry. Are you eating because of emotions like stress, overwhelm, Are you eating because of mindless eating, because of food availability, because just um, there's a, always a cake in a, in a break room and whenever you just pass it, you just take a, a bite of it. You know, just examine why you eat when you're not hungry. And if you, for example, gonna notice that you eat from because of emotional e reasons, then you could work on feeling your feelings instead of eating them. And of course, uh, you have to also realize that on a diet, when you're eating less, you are usually more hungry. And when you're more hungry, more irritation will, will show up in your life. So you have to learn how to deal with these kind of feelings. So just dieting, just being on a calorie deficit will create additional mental drama in your, in your life. So you need to learn how to deal with it. That's why I like to approach weight loss weight loss not only from a physiological perspective just oh just cut calories no actually there are a lot of like psychological processes that are activated that are activated when you're losing weight and you have to really learn how to manage your mind on weight loss journey 
Another tip I have for you is self-talk. You really need to work on that self-talk. And of course, there are people who can lose weight just by eating less. They do not have to work on their mindset. But usually the people who lose weight just by eating less, those are usually people who try it for the first time. And for them, it's easy peasy because body at that point still doesn't know the binge and restrict cycle. So it releases fat easier. However, the more yo-yo dieting you're doing, the better your body is at protecting those fat stores. So for yo-yo dieters, weight loss isn't only about just eating less, but it's mainly about managing their mind around food because your body knows that you are going to starve yourself. So it it activates a lot of uh, psychological mechanisms that are about to, you know, increase your hunger. So weight loss isn't only about food. That's why you need to practice daily self-compassion, self-love. Let's face it, during weight loss journey, you are going to, um, you, you will be derailed from your goals. You will fall off the track. That's the reality. So beating yourself up and shaming yourself along the way will just make you feel worse. And then you will have to reach for food to make yourself feel better. So self-talk on a weight loss journey is very important. The mindset shifts are super, super important. So give yourself self, self-compassion uh, whenever you, let's call it, fall off the track. I don't know how to how to talk about those those things. Those, I don't know, like weight loss mistakes. I don't even want to call them that way because obviously you cannot fall off the track when there is no really the track, right? You cannot fall off the wagon when there's no wagon. <laughs> Anyways, just whenever you feel like you're fucked up, Give yourself compassion, take the learnings and just carry on, move on, go to the next thing, focus on um, on going back on track. <laughs> Another weight loss advice is take care of yourself. You are a living organism and there are so many forces that interact with each other and they will modulate your appetite. They will modulate your emotions. They will determine whether you're going to lose weight or not. So of course, the, the basic idea of weight loss is that the calories in need to be less than calories out. So you need to burn more calories than you taken in uh, in order to lose weight. But it's not that simple because there are many things, many lifestyle factors that can modulate how much calories you're, for example, burning. And in that case, you know, we need to prioritize you taking care of your sleep, of your stress, How do you deal with increased hunger when you experience PMS? How do you take care of yourself emotionally, psychologically, and so on? Maybe you're going to understand it better with some examples. So let's say that you are tired from work. You just came back home and you are so tired. However, you remember that you have those weight loss goals. So in that moment, obviously, probably the best idea would be to to just eat homemade meal. However, because you are so fatigued, I would say that maybe just once a week you can order takeaway to just relieve that stress, to that have a to just have an evening when you don't have to cook for yourself. And that's taking care of yourself, that you are balancing 
your life and your resources with your goals so that you are not pursuing your goals like no matter what, but you are first taking care of yourself. So another example would be maybe going to sleep early instead of you standing in a kitchen and cooking and batch cooking for hours. Like you need to prioritize your sleep, your self-care, stress management. So sometimes you have to just sacrifice, you know, eating healthy for these kind of things. Another weight loss advice would be movement. Probably you already know that you can lose weight without exercise and sometimes intense exercise can even prevent you from losing weight because intense exercise drives hunger so extreme uh, so after the extreme workout people usually just move less throughout the day therefore they burn less calories so intentional movement isn't maybe uh, the most important in weight loss however it, it helps and it doesn't have to be again intense workout It can be more like fidgeting, just moving around, just doing your daily activities. So instead of sitting a whole day, you could be moving around. And in this case, you are uh, burning more more calories. And yeah, and just move in a way that, that feels good. So do not force yourself to do an intense uh, exercise when you are already depleted and fatigued. And just don't exercise just to burn more, more calories. Just find the, the movement that you really enjoy and that doesn't increase your appetite in a way that you would compensate for burned calories with just extra food. Another weight loss advice is to stay consistent. Make sure that your weekend looks similar to weekdays. I know that usually people stay on track during weekday. However, they totally go off the track on a weekend. So what can help you with staying consistent? For example, taking just one tiny step at the time. So when you focus on a massive goal, it can feel really daunting and overwhelming. So instead uh, of pursuing this massive goal, consider what kind of tiny things you can do today that will contribute to you achieving that goal. And practice those tiny things every day, build those tiny habits, uh, and those tiny habits, they will compound over time. So you you just need to be patient. And the last uh, advice I have for you is be kind to yourself. Remember that weight loss journey is a marathon, not a sprint. Imagine yourself sprinting from the mountain. Sure, if you are sprinting, running from the mountain, you will get down faster, but probably you're going to get injured because running Uh, running downwards, like running from the mountain is pretty dangerous. When you're going down, it's better to just pay attention on all of the rocks, what is on your path, and it's better to do it carefully. So the same with weight loss. Remember that it's a marathon, not a sprint. At the end of today's podcast episode, I would like to share with you some recommendations. So if you are interested in weight loss coaching, then I think that there are a couple of 
uh, coaches from the life coach school who I could recommend because I, I assume that their approach to weight loss is very similar to my approach. And I know that mainly from their social media or their podcast. So I've never took part in any of their programs. But based on what I see on the outside, I would say that I kind of agree with their approach because they also emphasize mental changes before just doing, you know, dietary changes. And those two people would be Katrina Ubel and Brenda Lomelli. So Katrina Ubel is the host of the podcast Weight Loss for Busy Physicians. And I think that she she does coaching, but only for physicians. So you would have to be a doctor in order to take part in her coaching program. And the second person I've mentioned was Brenda Lomelli. And she's the podcast host of The Last 10 Podcast. So this um, this podcast talk, talks about like losing the last 10 pounds. And again, never took part in their programs, but I think that so far, I, I would say that I agree what, with what they are saying. There are also two other people I would like to recommend, but these people do not really talk that much about mental changes. They mainly focus on advanced concepts and also about science. And first of those people is Marty Kendall and his website is called Optimizing Nutrition. So if you're going to Google this, you're definitely going to find it. So one of his programs is called Data-Driven Fasting and they use glucose levels to decide when you should have your next meal. And what I really like about the website Optimizing Nutrition is they great blog articles that go a little bit more in depth about um, nutrition, nutrition for weight loss and also for health. Uh, So on the blog articles, you're going to notice that he emphasizes the quality of the diet and the nutritional optimization is also very important. And this is something that, that I really like. The last person I wanted to recommend is Joel Green from VEEP Nutrition, V-E-E-P Nutrition, and he offers immune-centric fat loss course. And what I really like about his approach is that he emphasizes the importance of functional eating. So he says that calories are less important and what matters more are functional properties in food combinations of foods and good timing of meals uh, for accelerated fat loss. And you can find out a lot about his approach and his little food hacks on his Instagram. However, if you haven't dealt with emotional eating, stress eating, if you still binge eat, if you if you if you are in the wrong mindset, then his information, the information that he uh, presents on his social media, it won't be helpful for you because, again, before you get into like the properties of food, it's important for you to to first manage your mindset, change your mindset around food because he offers mainly changes in food, but those are for people who do not who have good relationship with food, let me put it that way. So before you get into, you know, the stuff that um, that Marty Kendall offers or Joel Green offers, first you have to have a good relationship with food. Okay, that would be all for today. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to me today. Um, have a great day and see you in the next podcast episode. Bye! 
If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.